The Lord brought him back for a purpose. No, that purpose has been served. He said I'd shut many eyes forever. You were right about that, too. Brown eyes, green eyes, and blue eyes. What do we say to the God of Death? Not today. Yo, 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 what is up? Welcome to episode six of the Sticker Podcast. Six. I'm Nikki. And I am Steven. And what an absolutely insane weekend. Between the emotions that we felt from Endgame Mm -hmm. and then Sunday night from Game of Thrones. And it doesn't end there for us. Because we are getting close to wrapping up Breaking Bad as well. Oh my god. Holy, holy hell. We're going to need a fucking vacation when this is all done. I can't believe we're on number six. I thought we were only on number five. The Avengers Endgame was number five. Oh yeah. Yeah. You already forgot about that one. What do you know? Because we had to do a makeshift kind of last minute kind of setup on that one because we didn't have time to do our normal giddy up and setup. But I'm sorry, did you just say giddy up? Giddy up and set up. Let's okay. go. <laughs> um, you know, the big episode came down. This is going to be our full recap and kind of sharing our thoughts on Game of Thrones, Season 8, Episode 3, The Battle of Winterfell, a.k.a. The Long Night. A.k.a. Nikki crying for 80 minutes. Basically. I mean, there was a good chunk when I didn't cry. I mean, when, The was, whole setup. It was... It was nonstop for the most part. Yeah. I mean, what in your what was the main kind of reason behind how emotional you were this episode? It's just, I mean, they basically just ran into the darkness and you don't know what happened and who's going to make it out alive. And yeah. They kind of just, set that tone early, didn't they? It, but the fear <laughs> in everybody's face, the fear just... The fear. Yeah, I mean, it was... They, they, they definitely hit you right in the face. They, 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 they gave you a semi-slow burn in terms of what we were going to expect. But then when it started, they sent all those fl- all those flaming swords with the Dothraki out, mm-hmm. and they just disappeared. That was nuts. Like, that just clearly set the tone for like, okay, this can't be good. <laughs> nope. Um, I mean, and it... it exactly what i had said happened it was like i don't want them to go in there and then all the flames be extinguished which is exactly what happened yes like all they all went in there flames blazing knives blazing and just yeah it was absolutely insane one thing that i i really wanted to kind of hit on because there were a lot of very upset people after this Mm -hmm. episode yeah. And a lot of it comes from those who have read the books. And, you know, this has always been a really interesting topic for me personally to discuss because I'm not a big book reader. Mm-hmm. And if I am going to get a novel or anything from a show or a movie, I'm going to listen to it. I'm going to get it on audio because I've got a long commute and I just enjoy listening to audio more than reading. Hashtag not sponsored, but wish we were. Exactly. <laughs> um, and it, it's just... The main reason why I'm actually happy to not be a book reader, because expectations are so impossible to meet. Yes. A book, like, they don't have any budget. There's no timeline. No, I mean, not timeline. No time limit. Time limit. They could use as much words as they need to to describe a scene, to describe a character 
There's no dire wolf, dragon, giant, elephant budget that they have to worry about with CGI. Mm -hmm. They could go all out on all this stuff. They can tell as long of a story as they possibly want to. Exactly. And it, it's it just sets up just an impossible level of expectations, whether it's like, I've heard the same thing about Harry Potter. I've heard the same thing. I believe uh, Lord of the Rings was a book prior. Twilight, too. Twilight. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it really is an, a damn near impossible thing because TV shows and movies have budgets. There's only so much, especially when it comes to like a fantasy show like Game of Thrones well, or like Harry Potter. Or, and actors. Right. And it's just, the the it is it is impossible to live up because I'm like halfway through book two and just the amount of detail and, and just the amount of just the way they describe things in the books, it's impossible to do it because we could visually see someone and like the book will go into insane detail about eye color and like eye like shape and hair shape and like everything about a character and their mannerisms. And we just have to interpret it that way mm -hmm. by watching it on a show or a movie. Correct. So I, I, I think I, I do feel very bad for the book readers because I'm sure they're going to get an alternate ending than we got. I was going to say, wait, they still don't know that Jon Snow is alive. And I didn't say his name once. No. In episode three. I feel like you haven't said it in a while. Jon Snow. I mean, he didn't do shit. Can you hear the annoyance? He didn't do a damn thing in this episode, so why would I have said his name super cool like that? All he did was just what run did, around. What did you just say? He just ran what around. What did you just say to me? He really didn't that do... he didn't do shit? He, what did he Are do? Are you fucking kidding me? What did he, he do? He was using his dragon. He rode a fucking what did he dragon. Yeah, that part was dope, but what did he actually physically accomplish? He rode a dragon. Okay. And the dragon fire he did organized not work. Every fucking buddy. Mm. Okay. I mean, Hello? I, he, it just felt like every scene he was in, he was just running around hiding from Dragonfire. Like, he was trying to get the brand. I, I don't know. I have a feeling that he's going to have a much wait, bigger wait, moment. Wait, 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 wait. Why yeah, am I, I defending your dude? Because I'm honest about my people. I could be critical about the things that I love. Okay, but he was also awesome. I wasn't impressed. I, was, I, I felt like the story <sighs> in episode three was told for many other people. I don't, oh I don't, it wasn't John's God. moment. It wasn't John's moment. It wasn't. John's gonna call you right now. That's fine. Give me a call, dude. <laughs> Give me a call. You know where to find me. Give me a call. Um, but yeah, like I, I just, you did nothing, John Snow. You did nothing. Wow. Get it? I never get it. I yes, you know nothing. Get, 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 you know get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. John Snow. Stop! Everybody that is wearing headphones right now hates your guts. John Snow. God. That's why I'm keeping it low. I'm not Jesus. like screaming it or anything. Did you hear me flick him? Did you hear me? Oh man. I um, hate but that yeah, shit. like wrapping up the whole idea on the books, I do feel really bad for them because the what I have been able to listen to because I'm not reading it has been absolutely spectacular, and it it is it is a really hard thing to read or listen to the books and then watch the show because. Episode or season one is basically book one. And there were things in there where I was like, oh, okay, that they, they kind of go, they, they go deeper into certain things. And there's obviously more characters. And it's just the physical descriptions of things are just so much different. So I would like to get into listening to it. I just never have time. I mean, it's a chore. I had to take a major, major break just because 
it is very overwhelming. You think the show has a lot of characters and things to kind How of... How do you keep track? I would have to take notes yeah, on it's, book reading. It's pretty heavy. Like It's really, really heavy. It, it, there's a lot of stuff that you need to retain, more than the show. And even with my commute, like it was just, it was getting too hard. It was just one of those things where I'm like, I'm, I'm having brain overload on my way to work. I can't do this. <laughs> I, I need to be a little bit more mentally. Like, I mean, I guess that would be something that you could listen to on your way home from work. Yeah, but again, I don't want, like by the or end of work, sleepy. I want my, well, no, I just, it just puts my brain into overload because there's so much stuff that you got to pay. Like, it's just like the show. You, you got to pay attention. Lost. Yeah, you could easily get lost and be like, wait, what did they just talk about? I didn't recall what they were just talking about. Um, but we have a whole lot of stuff to get to from this episode and let's go uh, and just jumping right off the top. Um, did this episode overall kind of general thoughts on this the episode live up to your expectations? Obviously it was super hyped going into it. The biggest battle in cinematic and, and TV history, which was kind of funny because I saw someone post a comment, be like the largest game of Thrones, the largest battle in cinematic history and then avengers endgame hold my beer because <laughs> that shit was insane too that was nuts um but overall what did you think about the episode it was built up as this big giant thing do you think it lived up to the hype yes uh, yes i'm just gonna say yes but i mean because like talking to the moderators after it's like battle of the bastards does it live up to Battle of the Bastards? Right. That's that's kind of the... Because that episode yeah. was amazing. That's basically the the bar right there. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. Battle of Blackwater is underneath that. And then Battle of Winterfell. Where does it kind of... Like Hard Home is up there too. Oof, um, yeah. But yeah, Battle, Battle of the Bastards. That shit was insanity. Mm-hmm. So... It's a very big bar it, to be kind of held up to. I mean, I think it, it's 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 up there with it because it, it was just y'all. I burned so many calories during <laughs> the episode; like my heart rate was in fat burn mode the whole time. It was intense. It was a constant level of just stress. Anyone else with a Fitbit? Anyone? Because you Anyone? really you really don't have any idea what was going to play out. Like, you, you, there was no, like, the expectations were there. You knew a lot of people were going to die, but you didn't know how. No. And the moment they set the tone with that Dothraki charge. Oh, shit. Never face the the Dothraki. army of the dead in an open field. Was that a Baratheon? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, I personally thought, I personally thought that it did. I thought it lived up to the hype. Um, it was intense. It was constant level of stress. Yes. It, the anxiety was out of control. Just from the moment, like the music really, really was another kind of tone setter. It was all intense. And I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. I pretty much only said, holy shit and oh my God. And, yep. you know, I know and it was. Oh no. Yeah, I know it was really dark. And we actually had to pause at one point to make sure that our TV's brightness was at its peak. Yeah, and for some reason, the audio, uh, the auto setting was like on the darkest mode. Yeah, which was weird. Why which would is, I want the TV on the darkest mode? Which is very bizarre, but we had to adjust that. And then from that point on, it was it was better. It was still very hard. I mean, they were, it was at night. and. But okay, I mean, after discussing this also, I understand why they did it. They want you to be just as confused mm-hmm. as they were. 
I think, yeah, I think that's a fair assessment. You know. They give it more of like what it really feels. Because there were moments. There were moments where you didn't know if whites were fighting, who was winning, yes. like what was going on. I was so. like, who is that? I kind of, it sounds like Grey Worm. <laughs> yeah. Is that blah, blah, blah? Is that, are there two dragons now? Are there only one dragon? Where the hell is Ghost? Right. What the hell? Totally. And, you know, one of the other big expectations going into this episode, and I'll, I'll, cons- I'll, I'll say this was a letdown for me because they mentioned it so many times in episode two about the crypt. Yeah. Like, oh, it's the safest place. It's the safest place. When they made it very obvious that something was going to happen there. Mm-hmm. And my brain immediately went to the idea of all of the people in the crypt rising mm-hmm. and raising hell down there. And really, it wasn't that serious. Like, Well, I don't think they showed it all. I mean... Because you could hear it all. Tyrion and Sansa, Tyrion sent, yeah, they were, were hiding. hiding. But it was it was you one of those things. Screams of women and children. Yeah, I, I for sure thought it was going to be more than that. Okay. I thought we were going to like visibly see Lyanna Stark or a headless Ned or like I thought we would visually see people that we recognize. Oh, okay. Coming out of those things. That wouldn't, but wouldn't you feel like? I mean, now that you know, now that we've seen it, like, wouldn't that be corny? Hell no, that'd be scary as fuck. I'm just saying. Like, if Lyanna Stark came crawling out of her fucking tomb, like, that would be scary. Like, if they did it right, I don't think it would be corny. I, I think that would have been, that's kind of what my expectations were. And that, that's what I was, and that's always kind of the problem with expectations, mm-hmm. is they're not always going to meet that. And when I just thought about the Night King raising the dead out of the crypt, yes. I just had this crazy, like, my brain went into, like, insane imagination mode mm-hmm. and being like, what could possibly what is the craziest shit that could happen? And I'm like seeing physical headless Ned or his sister Leanna or anyone else that like, cause there are a lot of people down there. Um, people that we have heard about people that have been talked about a lot on this show right. showing up and physically being able to see them. Um, yeah. It, it's just one of those things where again, it wasn't such a big letdown that it like ruined the moment for me. Mm-hmm. Because it was still intense. It was still scary as hell. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, w- did you think the crypt part? Because we, we all knew something was going down. They made it really obvious. Did yeah, it live they, up to they, the hype for you? That ex- Did that expectation meet? Yeah. I just, I thought, I felt like Sansa and Tyrion were not in as much danger as maybe they should have been. Yeah, possibly. I don't know. They just made it seem like, oh, well, they could just hide. It's no big deal. Right. Why didn't they just hide everyone? Exactly. But like, and there weren't. How many people are they going to have left? How are you going to refill Winterfell? I don't think they're going to. Like, how? At least not right away. Mass, mass <laughs> procreation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like once they do an assessment on what was lost, I think it's going to be devastating. Yeah. Like it's going to be absolutely devastating. Um, but yeah, like that whole situation, like all the people who were fighting and all the people in the crypt, there were a lot of people who were lost and died. Um, and then one of the last kind of general notes that I wanted to hit on was, yes, I know. I really, 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 really wanted the night King to win. But like, it, well, yeah, that was your prediction. That everybody no, it was never, a, it was never a prediction. It was, it was my desire. You it was wanted what, everybody to die. Desi- you desired that? Yeah, I because... I thought that that was your... 
It wasn't a. I, I never actually truly believed that the writers would go that far to eliminate every character mm-hmm. and have them be. There was a really if you're awesome. Looking for a happy ending, yeah. you haven't paying attention. Well, maybe we have been paying attention, and they just swerved the shit out of us. Um, but there was a really awesome. I retweeted it on social media once I realized who the creator was. There was a really dope painting or drawing put out on Twitter of the Night King sitting in the throne with all of our favorite characters with blue eyes. I saw that. So dope. Terrifying. And it's like, yeah, that's that's ultimately what I wanted because this show has a history of doing things that normal media would not do. Mm-hmm. Maybe that shifted a little bit over the last couple seasons. Um, they've clearly gone a little bit more safe mode, given our main characters a little bit more safety, um, as, as a lot of people like to say, plot armor. Um, but oh. I never truly believed that the creators of this show would have the Night King. Like, that would be so dark and crazy. That was just always kind of like, if I was in charge... I would find a really creative way of making that work mm-hmm. because of how emotion, like I've, I talked about it during the end game podcast. Like my, my scale of how I rate things is based off of emotion. Right. If for some reason, John Rose is a fucking white oh, and God. became like the hand of the night King, like that would be such an emotional moment that like, I think it would top the idea of them all winning. Would you need a hand to the night King? Again, it, it all depends on what his intentions were, which we never really got a full answer on. We did get up close and personal with his face. We definitely got like he looked dope as hell this episode. Oh my god! He definitely looked dope, but you know, all we got was what Brand said last episode about what his intentions were. He just wanted a long night and wanted to eliminate mankind. Like I really, really wish he would have said something. Like say something. Do you yeah. talk, dude? Do you talk at all? Apparently not. He doesn't need to. He didn't say one word um, in this whole show. He's mute. And, you know, it just the bottom line is when you play the Game of Thrones, you live or you die or you win or you die. That's the saying, right? Oh you win God. or you die. You need to Google that. And the Night King died. Bottom no. line. But Arya. We'll get to that. Arya. Don't you worry. Okay. We, we got, like, I got a whole section... Just dedicated to Arya. All right, Arya. get to it. Um, well, the first main topic we're going to hit on today is deaths. Yes. I actually tried to keep a list. and uh, I got them. I, I, re- I did some research. I, okay. I got the important, the most important. There were a lot of people who died, but got the most important ones. The, the and, characters that you are familiar with. And more attached to than others. Mm-hmm. But that's also something that I didn't fully expect to play. Like, I thought it was going to play out differently. Like, we lost a couple main characters. I thought we were going to lose some, like, ballers. Mm-hmm. We didn't lose any ballers. We didn't lose any A-plus top-level characters in this in this fight. Right. Which I thought was, again, like, they've, they've made this show with the, with the main characters very safe. Um, I saw some people say basically since the Red Wedding. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to talk I could, about it. I could totally see that. And, again, I just think it's... They're just playing it safer than they did in the past, which is is very upsetting considering Ned Stark died episode nine of the whole show. Yeah. And like Rob Stark, who was in the middle of a war and like leading And having a baby. And like the fact that they took him out that way, like it was just all like it just set the tone for no character is safe. Right. And I feel like that has kind of Wait till the second of the last episode. I'm sure they'll 
you we'll know, see. Get rid of somebody. And, and that's the other thing to like for the people who are really down on this, like the first three episodes of what has been given to us. Let it play out. Let's see where this all goes because yeah. it could still get crazy. Again, yeah, this is a this is a marathon. We're halfway not there. a sprint. We're basically halfway, and the last three episodes are all eighty plus minutes, just like episode three was. Yeah. So four, five, and six. Let it play out. Then be really upset if you hate the way it ended. I mean, yes, Battle Battle of Winterfell was hyped up to be this crazy, insane thing, and it was, but it didn't live up to the hype for some people, and that's perfectly fine. But the first death that I wanted to kind of talk about was, I'm going to put two people combined in one. Okay. With Jorah and Lyanna, Mormont, which is essentially the, the end. house. It's the end. They're done. The Mormons are gone. And... Honestly, their deaths, they both went out exactly as I expected. Fighting like to the death. Like fucking G's. Boss. Like I saw a boss in the comments. Yeah, like section. totally. Like Jorah. Not just B-O-S-S. B-A-W-S. Mouse. <laughs> I mean, Jorah went out protecting his Khaleesi, which is exactly I what he know. should have been doing. I know. Like his He loves her so much. And his loved, story loved her so much. His story was Another, like, his journey was absolutely insane. The stuff that he went through, starting off as basically a traitor to Daenerys, trying to have her killed, right. to, like, coming completely full circle, to being in this insane battle with whites and white walkers, and being there by her side while she's also fighting, which was pretty cool to see. I feel like at one point, though, she grabbed him. She did. She grabbed him on the shoulder when he, like, after, like, the first or second time he got stabbed by something. Yeah, and she's like, here, take another one. I'm going to get stabbed. Here, you take it. Mm. I was like, okay, well, all right. I mean, she knows what she's got to do. Doing his job. He knows what he's there for. I thought I was very pleased with how his story ended. Because it's not, it was not just some lame got stabbed once or bit once or taken in a swarm. He was literally... Fighting tooth and nail. Totally. Blood, sweat, tears. And he wasn't going to quit. Till the end. He kept getting back up. And I just thought it was slightly funny. He's like, I'm hurt. <laughs> I'm like, oh, babe. You're right? more than hurt, honey. <laughs> yeah. Like, there was a moment where he fell down and he was super fucked up. And he could have just laid there and died and gave up. But he got up again. Yeah. Kept fighting for his mm-hmm. Khaleesi. Mm-hmm. Which, awesome. Stop. I'm going to cry right now. Stop. And Leona Mormont, giant killer. How dope, like, very sad. Like, that was probably one of the more emotional moments for me personally during when this. When she just got be- hit, the first, when he picked her up and threw her, I yeah. was like, oh, what the uh-huh. fuck? I, I was thought like, she was dead then. I, I, like, screamed. I was like, no! Mm-hmm. And then, like, her scream when she got up is like, dude, you are a little badass. She is more badass than most men. Yeah. She is an absolute G. And the way, like, that giant just picked her up. I mean, he was up. crushing her, and she's like, fuck no, stab. Yeah. Right in the fucking eye. And, you take know. Take that shit. Go out. Littlest one on the battlefield was the one to take out the biggest thing on the battlefield. Mm-hmm. So dope. I love Mormons, that. you both rocked it. Represented your house well. I feel like the whole house is pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. They're a bunch of badasses. Yeah. Like, and... He will always be Lord Commander. Totally. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a it's just a house full of just G's and mm-hmm. you know it was I like was not talking about Jorah by the way. I was yeah. talking about his dad. <laughs> yeah. And when when like John went to go recruit them, yeah, she was like, "We got 50. but 
one Mormon equals three normal fighters on the field. And it's like, yeah, basically. Mm -hmm. Like, you guys are super dope. The second death that I wrote down. And easily the most emotional roller coaster so far this season was Theon. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, I said it. I, I've said it every episode so far because he's had the most emotional moment in every episode, it feels like. And I was not expecting that from him. His redemption arc has been so spectacular. It has been emotional. It has been heartwarming. It has been like so deserved. And we've got a comment about him, the actor that we could hit on later. But I mean, it was one of the most satisfactory, satisfact, it was bleh, bleh, first time talking. Yes. One of the most satisfying endings to a story just because of the fact that he was there to defend Winterfell and Brandon, mm -hmm. who he once betrayed. Yep. And he didn't even need to say anything. Brandon's like, you're a good man. Yeah. He's like, your journey, everything you did brought you where you belong home. Mm -hmm. And it's like, <laughs> dude. Even in your monotone, super zero emotion face and res like response, like that drew a lot of emotion. It did. Just the way Bran was talking to him. Um, one funny thing though that I did notice, um, it was interesting that that Bran allowed Theon to go charge at the Night King like that and basically <laughs> sacrifice himself when he probably knew Arya was jumping in within a couple minutes later. I, oh, <laughs> like, what a dick! Like, couldn't no. he couldn't he have just let Theon like hang out? For a minute and be like, hey, don't worry, sister's no, coming. But without Theon there, he wouldn't have stepped in the right spot at the right moment. Yeah. So Theon did his job. It's it's all good. It all played out the way it should. I just thought that was a funny moment. Be like, couldn't have Bran just waited? <laughs> couldn't yeah. have Theon lived if he just waited another minute? But that would have been awesome. But again, out like an absolute G. I thought it I thought the way Theon went out was perfect. Mm -hmm. Like that dude had a tragic, tragic story. He did. For Considering, like, I mean, since birth, basically. Yeah, I mean, he was a little him, gave him to the. I mean, not birth, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, as a child, given to the Starks, raised a, by the Starks. He was a little bit of a prick when oh he God. was like hanging out with the Starks and stuff, and then like leaving and getting like betraying the family, and then getting caught by like the moment he got caught by Ramsey. It took a lot for me to feel bad for him. It did. But as soon as he got his junk cut. I off. think that's pretty much the point where it's like, ah, oh, dude, no one deserves that. Like, come yeah. on, man. Um, and then when he saved Yara and like his redemption was coming to it, like you felt it coming to a close. Yeah. And I thought Just his redemption way, yeah. was completely wrapped up. Like, the way it was, they focused on him and made everything so heartfelt and emotional. It was, it was great. Like, oh God, he's going to die, isn't he? Absolutely wonderful. The next death that I have written down is Melisandre. Probably the MVP of the first half. Potentially the MVP of the whole episode. She's dope. Because I saw, I think we'll get to the comment, but basically without her, none of this, none of this gets played out. Even no. at the end with Arya. Like, she none of it. She lit the, the Dothraki swords. She lit the trenches. Yeah, man. She, she had, it was like a, she showed up and it was like, okay, what are you doing here? Mm -hmm. Okay, holy shit. Yeah. Like you, you're running this shit. Mm -hmm. And so like that was her, again, it was another <laughs> walking in. I run this bitch. <laughs> I mean, it was another redemption story where, you know, she was a hard person to redeem. 
Because after Shireen, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. did they do it? Um, maybe. I think they did. I think Melisandre was completely redeemed. But she didn't. I don't feel like she really felt bad about it. She thought that everything served a purpose. Well, right. That that's. I just. I don't think she felt bad that she had to do that to Shireen. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't know if she has any remorse in her period. Like, I, I could. Like, there were moments where she was upset about certain things not working out, where they were like, "You're a liar! Like, you lied." It's like, no, I didn't. I was just wrong. Like, I think there were moments of her feeling remorse for certain actions. But the fact that she basically won this war for them, I think that's enough of a redeeming factor. Um, one interesting thing yeah. might have been a little more fitting, though, if she actually let Davos kill her instead of just walking out and falling and taking the necklace off and, you know, like give Davos that moment. No, I don't think he needed it, though. You don't think so? As long as she was dead. I don't see, I don't take. Davos as a he loved murderer. That, he loved that girl, though. I know he did, and he would have murdered her. I think she should have. But I really, I just, I by really the do. end there, I think Davos was like. You think know. he was satisfied? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. I still think it would have been a little more fitting if she was like, "My mission's here's done. You could he's do what not, you need to." He's not a savage. No, I feel like. But for for that baby girl, he would be. Oh, I know. Without question. Totally. Um, the next death, Beric. Ah, shit. After being killed and brought back like six times, his final mission was an important one. Holy shit. Yep. Defending and protecting Arya Stark, who was on his list or on her list. Beric was on her list. Of people to kill. And because of that talk cave. about full circle. Mm-hmm. Like... She was on a mission to kill him, and then he ends up saving her, allowing her to end this great war. Mm-hmm. Everything happens for a reason. So insane. Mm-hmm. And it was the moment that happened, I was pretty quick to predict it. It was just like one of those moments where it was like, uh oh, what is, like, what's Arya, what's Arya gonna do? Like, if that was really his last mission, and then Melisandre basically confirmed it, it was like, oh shit. What is Arya? Like, what, what What? big big endgame does Arya have here? Right. And just like, that was just, that was so crazy. Um, Ed, your watch is now over, Lord Commander. Your watch has ended. How do you feel about his death? Was it satisfying enough? It was sad. He was protecting Sam. But it's like, Sam, get the fuck up. Stop fucking around, man. Yeah. I mean, Stop I don't, I don't know if every death could have been perfectly satisfying. Yeah. I mean, he had his moments in the show, but I don't know if they were going to go like all out crazy to, you know, make him a focus. Right. Because I, he's I think always he, been some, you know, secondary. Yeah. And I think his, I think he did his job. He served his purpose. Like, he did wake up as a white, which. Nuts. It was pretty scary. He's to got see blue that. eyes. He's got blue eyes. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. Um, but yeah, like that, he, again, protecting someone that we truly, truly love in this show, Sam. He had a very important role. So, he did. Um, which I'm surprised that Sam even made it. To be honest, I thought he was going to die. He's resourceful. 
is. Very, very resourceful. Jeez. He continues to make it out of this. And as a lot of people would say, that plot armor is strong. <laughs> um, and the last death that I wrote down, every single Dothraki, gone. Oh, yeah. I sacrificed. Didn't, I didn't write that down. I put specific names. To the army of the dead. And I already said it earlier, but do not meet the army of the dead in an open field. <laughs> that was so brutal. And it just completely set the tone for what this episode. Like, I can't believe... Like who thought that was a good idea? I don't. I mean, I saw a couple comments like rookie mistake. Yeah, I, I clipped that one off. Yeah, but like, like seriously though, like what? All these like war experts, and then they like clearly I mean, staying maybe, behind. Maybe like, they didn't mean to do that, but because Melisandre lit their swords on fire, they were like, "All right, let's fucking go." Yeah, I don't know. Um, but my initial thought was like to stay behind the wall and fight them from there, which. They prove that they could climb the wall. They just climb over each other and they right. just get up the wall. Typical zombie but, fashion. Exactly. But like the idea that they had forces out in the field like that just felt like a really dangerous plan. Yeah. Like it just really Those did. felt like sacrifices. 100%. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and get rid of all these folks. I think I saw one. I don't know if I clipped it off or not. We'll see in a minute. Um, but there was one where it was like, was that, was that a blood sacrifice for Melisandre to do everything that she needed to do this episode? Oh, crazy. I didn't think about that. That's a good. It's possible, right? That's a good uh, theory there. Yeah. So, topic number two, and the last two topics are basically talking about individuals. Mm -hmm. um, the Night King. Was his overall killing satisfying to you? Um. Well, I mean, no matter what you did, as soon as you pierced his skin, he's gonna shatter. So it's not like, oh, I wish he was beheaded. Right. Oh, I wish blah blah blah. Because as soon as you knife entered night king it mm -hmm. falls apart With the right piece of weapon but yeah i loved that i mean and i love that aria dropped the knife grabbed with the other hand into chest just like she did against brienne fuck yeah man so awesome we have another we have another comment about that which we're going to harp on which was in one of those mind-blowing experiences which is why i love the comments because it presents things that you don't always remember or think about yes no i i love talking to you guys about this. I love that you guys leave comments like, hey, don't forget, hey, this, that, and the other thing, because it's it's literally like we are watching it with you guys, and it's like, everybody remembers something different. Totally. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, I personally thought his, his death was sad. Like, I understand the people who are upset about the way he died because... They wanted more. It, I don't know if it was necessarily more, but the fact that over all of these seasons... The Night King has been kind of portrayed as this unstoppable, super powerful, coming to destroy everyone being, mm -hmm. which they kind of did. They wiped out a whole lot of people. And the idea that it was simple, I don't know if simple is the right word, because Winterfell is a ruin now. You can never go back there and like, there's no way they could, they got to rebuild everything. They can't live there. Like he came through on his dragon and just burned like most of like the one part of it down. Right. Um, but I get it because in terms of simple, all Arya did was stab him. Like she came flying out of nowhere yeah. and just jumped into him, got caught and then stabbed him. So like, I understand Jeez. that aspect of it being simple, but like the overall, like this whole episode, there was nothing simple about it. Well, I think it's, I mean, I saw a comment also. It's because she, do you think it's because she was no one? <laughs> no one killed the Night King? Yeah, no yeah. one. I mean, Nobody she, did it! But she's not no one anymore. She's Arya Stark of Winterfell. 
Yeah. I'm just, you know, because I don't know, maybe like, you know, before all of that experiences in her life, I don't even know where I'm going with this. I don't, I don't know. Forget it. I mean, I, I understand part of the, the let down because again, he never did say a word. He never had that big standoff or sword fight with Jon Snow. Um, they, because they had a, there were a bunch of moments where it looked like it was going to be like a final kind of confrontation between John and the Night King. I did want that. There were multiple moments where they were just staring each other down. Um, well, in multiple episodes. Yeah. And, and I don't know if John needed to be the one to kill him at the end, but that definitely might have felt like a missed opportunity not having John and the Night King battle. But I, I could feel I could feel people's the people who have been watching since day one, who but had it has this to big be unexpected. Yeah, and it, I think I think it did kind of set expectations and kind of flip the script on everyone who had a certain expectation on how Night King was going to go out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think having Arya do it was strong. Again, there just wasn't. He never spoke. He never really made his intentions clear. The only the only person who relayed relayed those messages were Bran. Yeah. So, and it was like a really quick thing and it was kind of like we blew past it, went on to the next thing. So I understand that part of the letdown and I would have personally loved to have heard him be like, say something to John or say something to Brandon. Be like, yeah. this is the end for you or just say something. Something that he knows about something. Yeah. I, I, I get that. So I, get I totally understand that part. Um, and then the final topic that we're going to hit on is Arya. Not today. Not today. I totally called it. You did. I was like, when is she going to say it? She's going to say, not today. That was, that was the moment where, because prior to all of that, she was horrified. Yeah. She was just running around the library, hiding. There were just whites just kind of Blood wandering dripping. around. And, yep. you know... She turned into a scared little girl again. Yeah. She didn't know what to do. She knew, she probably had the feeling just like the Hound did that like, you can't defeat the, like, we're not going to win this war. You can't kill the Ted. Like, it's just not going to work. And then she ran into Beric and Melisandre and it was just one of these moments where I think she finally understood what her mission was between Beric sacrificing himself, holding the corridor, holding the corridor, I saw that comment. That's great. I saw that comment. That's so great. Hold or hold the door. That's not an original. Barrick, hold the corridor. What was the other one? I don't remember. Mm. Um, But just the idea that Melisandre was like, oh, you you told me I was going to kill, I was going to close many eyes too, and you're right about that. And then she was like, yeah, green eyes, brown eyes, and blue eyes. And that hit me immediately. I'm like, oh my God, she's going to kill the fucking Night King. Yes. And I was like, oh, I think she shoot. knew. I think she knew immediately that was her mission and her whole attitude shifted yes. to back to being her little savage assassin, sneaking her way through, getting access to the Night King and just taking that fool out. Yeah. I thought it was super dope. Do you have I, any other I thoughts agree. on Arya? She's just badass. And I, I am glad that it was her because, I mean, that was in her story. Yeah. For Melisandre. I if, get that. If it wasn't going to be the Night King winning or John being the one to take him out, 
Arya would have easily been my next choice mm -hmm. because of how badass she became. Mm -hmm. She grew to be this crazy assassin who has all these insane. Like I love watching her fight. Her using that that what did what did what was it that Andrew made her? I don't know. I don't was know. it a double ended like? Yeah, it had like a staff yeah. and dragon glass knife. It was double ended though, right? Like she was twirling that shit around, killing things. Like that was yeah. super super dope. So she could use it to you know beat the shit out of you and also stab you. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed her this season. I'm really, really happy that she's gotten this big arc. And now that she's accomplished all of this, do you think she makes it out of this show? What if she's the one who sits on the Iron Throne? That would be pretty dope. Mm -hmm. Her and Gendry. Oh, see, okay. There's a comment about Gendry. Did Gendry that we'll get live? To. Yes, he did. He made okay. it out. Okay. Did Podrick live? Yes. Okay. So they both. Mm -hmm. All right. They made it out. Because I had, I had like survived. questions. Gilly? I did not see any confirmation on Gilly. That was not her that was getting dragged. Okay, so that was not. Okay, that was that not totally. Her. I mean, with the hair and the face and the outfit, I, I thought it was I zoomed Gilly. in and checked on it because that was your immediate response. It was like, oh my God, that's Gilly. And so I wanted to actually like look at it closely and it, it wasn't her. What about um, baby Sam? Don't know. We don't know who. I think out. Of all the people who have survived and died with confirmations, I don't think we got a whole lot of confirmation on the crypt on who made it out of there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know that Varys was there. I'm going to assume that we will get more Sansa of that information too. next episode. Right. Um, but final topic before we jump into your comments. Um, moving forward, what, do you, what are your expectations now? Because Daenerys has no Dothraki. Most of the Unsullied, I, I would have to imagine, are also dead. Most of the northern armies are gone. So many people died. Cersei's going to come in and, and wipe everybody out. You think they're going to come down or go up north? I, I just hope that the, the dragons are okay enough to just fucking wipe out King's Landing. I hope it's not that simple. I don't know. I mean... I'm going to imagine that they're going to prepare for them to march on them. And that they're going to have scorpions ready to go. Don't. Don't, but I know. Yes, it will, and it's in it's in the um, you know, the sequence in the beginning of the show. The yeah. title, what is it? Title sequence. Mm -hmm. They show this freaking scorpion, mm -hmm. which is just awful. They sure do. Um, I think the dragons, if healthy, which I don't know how they could possibly be healthy after that war. Especially was it was it Drogon that got attacked by all the whites, where he had all of them hanging on top I, of him. You know what? Like, I think it was because that was Daenerys was got so, thrown. It was so dark, though. Like, you couldn't see, like, his red. But Daenerys, that was when Daenerys got thrown off, right? Yeah. So, yeah. It and was then he was flying away as he just was shaking. just trying to shake them all yeah, off. Yeah, that was Drogon. And I was just like, oh, my God. He's not going to survive mm. this. They're going to take him down. He's going to just crash somewhere. But at the very end. They were both there. They were both there, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, I was like, shit, I can't see. So, I can't tell if that's one dragon or two dragons. So if they're both healthy, they still have an edge in this war, mm -hmm. for sure. Regardless of how few soldiers they have, like the Golden Company, the Iron Fleet, the Lannister Army, they're all well and good, but they got two strong, healthy dragons. They still have an edge. It's going to be really interesting to see how this how this plays out. We really try to oh, and avoid... They Jamie. Hmm? They have Jamie. Right. Jamie's got to be good for something in this when he comes to Cersei. Yeah, and I'm still I'm still hanging on the idea that Tyrion is going to betray people. 
Um, I still have that in my head. I'm I hoping still think not that's gonna because happen. of the interaction he had with Sansa. Like, yeah, maybe. You know, we should have stayed married. And all <laughs> that. I'm like, oh, that's not gonna work out. She basically confirmed that he was the best one. Yeah, the uh, best Lannister. That's too bad. No, the best husband that she had. Oh, I thought she meant the best Lannister. Maybe that's what she meant, but I, I interpreted it as her best husband. Oh, well, yeah, that too. <laughs> I mean, I mean it's look what he's up against. Not a lot to yeah compare it to. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm very curious to see how this plays out. We do our best to try to avoid watching the next teaser, but... It's, it's, it was pretty unavoidable this time just because so many people were talking about it. Yeah. So I'm going to have to go actually go and watch, you know, coming up. I mean, it clearly sounds like Daenerys is hell-bent on charging and going, like, leaving Winterfell in charge. Like, it makes sense because we got the teaser where well, Winterfell was completely abandoned. Now John has to, though. She fought with him. Mm-hmm. Now it's his turn to fight with her. And we'll see probably how it actually plays out with him being the true heir. So, that's going to be really interesting. Cause, I'm like, why can't they just do it together? Like, I know incest and everything, but, mm. but still. Mm-hmm. All right, let's jump into comments. You want to start them off? Uh, you need to maximize that. I can't see Make that. Make it bigger. Rock mode. I can't believe how many little things that appeared in previous episode got paid off in this. Everything that happened had a purpose. Also, do you guys remember when you decided to try Game of Thrones after having not really connected with it the first time? Like, I don't know, people people at work say it's good, but Nikki probably won't like it. We'll see, LOL. Yeah, whatever, guys. So okay. much for that. I, I never watched an episode, so there was no not really connecting with it the first time. There I was mean, no you saw Brandon time. get thrown out the window, and then you were out. You oh, saw him that? Get, yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about, dude. Yeah, I mean... We did, uh, like... I saw, yeah, I saw Brandon get thrown out, and I was like... Because I didn't even watch up in... I mean, episode he one He showed me that, that particular yeah. moment, and I was like, this is... I'm not watching that. You're yeah. going to throw a kid out a window? I'm not watching that. And then I tried to watch... I think I got through episode two. Didn't remember any of it, but it was just too much. Which is always kind of the, the main complaint for people who don't watch game of thrones is like well, we i tried talked, it but it was just too much we talked to somebody yesterday at a birthday party and they were just like it's it seems like a lot um, yeah it is it's yeah, a lot it is a lot yeah and it honestly probably took for us to be sitting in front of a camera really Jeez. really forced to focus Give it a like try. i just can't get up walk away go to the bathroom or eat something or snack or try to watch it with the kids around like with the camera on, we really, really, like, it forces, it's almost and, like my like my focus medicine. Mm-hmm. Like, it really helps me just zone in because never in a million years, like, again, we tried to watch it. And I tried to watch more than she did. I just couldn't grasp all the stories and all the characters within the first two episodes. But that is why I take notes. Yeah. I had so to take notes. And your notes have helped me, too. And I, anyone that watches Game of Thrones... You have to take notes and you actually have to keep a family tree going yeah. so that you can start crossing off names, which is sad. Totally. Anyways. So Fool Slayer. Nikki looks like she's going to have a stress-induced heart attack. Faux show. Yeah, I that got... was... Was that the most intense thing you've ever watched from start to finish? Red Wedding also. But you but not start to finish. Right. Not start to... Like that... That moment, was a big chunk. That was but... a scene yeah, from no, a long episode. I... 
I've never You were used, stressed out from the start. I never used so many tissues during an episode. That, that was, was a lot. That like was I used wild. an entire box basically of I'm gonna tissues. create a meme about that. What? All the tissues you used. Oh yeah. I'm gonna use that somehow because that shit was amazing. I can use a I can think of a dirty way to use it, but whatever. Not those kind of tissues. Ew. Those were sad tissues, not happy tissues. <laughs> what movie was that from, y'all? Let me know. Something about... No. No? What was it? Forgetting not... Sarah Marshall. Yeah. You just ruined... I wanted everyone to try to guess. And Sorry. I was about to say 50 first dates. Nope. JS, remember in the season premiere when John was standing exactly where the Night King was and asked Arya, how did you sneak up on me? Yes. That was dope. Very fitting. Mm-hmm. Very, very fitting. Arya, the G, super mm-hmm. stealth sniper assassin chick. Don't Badass. fuck with her. Do, do not. not fuck with her. You do not want her on your bad side. No, you do not. You, you don't do. want to be on that list. No. The list of Arya. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nicole3359. I was bummed when Liana died, but when, but she went out like a MFing boss. Fuck yeah, she did. And changed that to be a WS boss. Yeah. That was... I think that was the overall saddest death. Slow down. Just because she was... Not saddest. Her... One of the saddest. I felt like it was. Like, that hit me harder. Theon... Like, yeah, it was sad, but having a little brown-haired daughter... I know. That... I know. That is... Like, everything in my life has changed in terms of the way I approach things. When you start involving daughters and little girls, like... That, that shit hits a chord with me now that would not have happened seven years ago. Like, it just, that, that just wouldn't exist in my body. Like, I wouldn't give two shits, like, maybe a little bit. But, like, it's different now. That was my shock face. Like, between what happened in Endgame, won't spoil anything. Um, and just, like, Leona, just the young daughter. I mean, she used to be someone's daughter. Um, but just the idea of the young girl that, that kind of visually represents the same thing as our first, it does a little something. Let's go back and change her name to Liana. I mean, sure. <laughs> Rachel Dalton. I'm glad to see the respect for Theon. So many reaction videos didn't even seem like they care about his death or say he should have done more to redeem himself. And it's like, he died fighting the friggin' Night King to defend Bran. What more do you people want? It's true. I agree. I had I, no issues with his death There's that mob mentality. When somebody gets on one idea, then everybody else jumps on it. And it's like, oh, yeah, I fucking hate that guy. Why didn't he do more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Theon, props. Totes. You're the man. Yep. For real. You want to read that one? Can't read it. You need to maximize, please. This is maximized. Warriors FS. Don't forget to give Grey Worm his props. When the Dothraki got wiped out and the front lines got pushed back, he and the Unsullied held the line and saved a lot of the fighters protecting the retreat. And I, yes, absolutely. You could hear him say, protect the retreat, protect the retreat. It was so cool. I mean, he's another one of those characters where when we finally got to get like background on him. Some, and some more the story, emotion. like in the story that he was telling about, he wasn't always the strongest. He wasn't always the best this, the best that. But like he was able to always be brave about moments and mm-hmm. scary shit. And like I think this was the epitome of that. 
And he gets to be with Masande. Well, we don't know if Masande made it out of the crypt. Yes, she did. Did she? Yeah. Shush your face. Yes, she did. I didn't. I don't know. I didn't see anything. I can't confirm. I can't confirm or deny that. I don't want to. Nope. I cannot. Yeah, that would be heartbreaking. But Nate Stevens, poor Nikki, looks so distraught the whole time. (laughs) But I was the exact same way, so I can't blame you. I loved how every character who died in this episode served a purpose and had a beautiful send off. From Ed saving Sam one last time to Beric, Liana, Jora, and Theon fighting to the bitter end for those they loved, and Melisandre seeing the prince princesses who was promised finally showed themselves couldn't have asked for a better episode again i totally agree all the deaths despite them not all being massive like huge like john snow or daenerys targaryen characters they were all very 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 impactful and they all made sense i feel like they all made sense the way their stories ended in my brain at least Completely made sense. Yeah. And I, I really thought that they worked out well. Sadisher? Sad, yeah, Sadisher, Sadisher. Imagine that Beric was on Arya's kill list and he ended sacrificing himself for herself, which we kind of talked about. And he ended sacrificing himself for her. What did I say? I don't even know. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, it, again, it just goes back to these stories coming full circle. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just crazy to think that all the times that Barrett got brought back to life, that this was the reason why. Yeah. This was nuts. the moment. But then also, stop dying well, so that you can serve your purpose. I think he's done dying now. I'm just saying. Yeah, I think that's the last one. But you know what I mean? Like, can you imagine, like, the Lord of Light being like, can you fucking stop? <laughs> You're not done yet. Stop. Stop being so reckless. Right? <laughs> Carlos Sareva. It was said no one could kill the Night King. No one did. Right. Good call. That was good. Totally. Child of Thom. Thorn. 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 Child of Thorn. First time reading. I'm sorry. I made it through with the deaths of Ed, Leona, and Beric without tears. But when Bran looked at Theon and said, you're a good man, I lost it. Only an actor of Alfie Allen's caliber could have pulled off such a redemption arc. It was so good. good. Bravo to that shit because, again, broken record. First three episodes, he he had such an emotional impact on the the first half of the season so far. He did. Just so crazy. He's a good man. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Um, L.A. Clippers. Dude, we had the L.A. Clippers commenting. Just kidding. Congratulations (laughs) on... A much better than expected performance in the playoffs against the Warriors. Good job. The real MVP is Melisandre, not Arya. If Mel doesn't light up the trenches and doesn't motivate Arya to face death, they don't win. It was Mel who, and it, it was Mel who resurrected John. It's true. It's true. It's true. Everybody served their purpose. Yep. She, without question, should be considered the MVP of this fight. Yeah. I mean, yeah. She she was like you know. Team captain. <laughs> she, she rocked it. She closed the show, for sure. She was the closer. She got everything accomplished that needed to be accomplished. J.R. Rogers. Tactically speaking, sending your cavalry out first in the dark was a terrible rookie mistake. I agree. Totally. Especially Maybe they should have sent those bombs of fire first. Yeah, just to see what they were dealing with. Yeah, just light up fact, the sky yeah. a little bit. And just the idea that 
the Dothraki are probably your strongest fighters. Yes. They're all gone now. Right? Completely. 100%. All of them. Yep, nobody made that out alive. That shit was, like, when... Well, I mean, unless somebody went with Ghost and, like... I mean, Jorah made it back from that charge. He was in that mix. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like... <laughs> I mean, it almost... It just, like, I envision Jorah, like, going in there and be like... He's like, oh, fuck no! no. I ain't going out in that! I'm, going, I'm turning around. I'm going to go go back to the friggin' Winterfell. Yep. Screw that shit. Riri Sharis, I never <laughs> clenched my butt cheeks this hard in my life. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, I think... Best uh, glute workout ever. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a fair set. I think a lot of people were clenching their I was everything. clenching my whole body. Yeah. Like, literally, after we were done... I felt like I had lifted weights and ran a marathon. Mm-hmm. Like everything hurt. My eyes were sore. My nose was sore. My whole body. I felt like I had the flu. I felt like I was going to die trying to edit. Oh my God. You guys, you like, do you not know? Like you just, you don't know what he goes through. I was so like, I need to leave. Because he was losing his literal mind. The internet wasn't working. Things were not working out as they wanted. Shit was starting to break. But that always seems to happen. You know like when you need to print something for your final or something like that. And then all of a sudden you don't have any ink. But you had a shit ton of ink earlier that day. Yeah. Everything works perfectly for the non-live shows when I'm really not in much of a hurry to get something accomplished. But when it's like the biggest Game of Thrones episode in two years. Sure. Internet. Don't cooperate. I don't need you to. Like come on. Like... You know, clicking of the mouse, like, respond when I click, respond. Yeah, and it, it was, was just, just like, uh. It was stressful. So I'm going to go. And it it's was, like, you can't suggest him to go have a drink because then you don't want a drunk editor. Well, no. And I, I don't want to, I didn't want to step away from anything. So I, because I didn't want to waste time. The other thing I was like, you need to go take a walk or something. But he's like, no, I don't have time. Yeah. It was, it was easily one of the hardest edits of any reaction video we've ever done. Just with the amount of insane for, action. Well, for you to edit and for me to be around. Yeah. And I just kept asking him. I was like, is there anything I can do to help you? And it's like, no, there's nothing you can do to help me unless yeah. you're an editor. And it's like, I'm not an editor. Right. And and just the idea that it was like a really dark episode. It felt like every moment was important. In to this, tell the story. Like it was the way I, I like to do the edits. It was, it was really, really challenging, but I thought it worked out. I thought the videos came out fine. Um, I was able to highlight Nikki's just pure panic the whole time, which is, um, like I always say, she's the star of the show. But also, watching myself back, I, I was embarrassed of how I reacted, to be honest. It was kind of cringy. And I... Don't ever feel that way. I was cringing. I was you're, like, oh, God, can you say something other than, oh, God? You're or emotional. Like, no, or You've been crying. emotional since the day I've met you, so... You are a very emotional person, and you're very drawn and attached to these characters in this show. Yes. And we're lucky to be able to watch shows to where you feel that kind of connection. Well, I'm glad that I get, like, you know, engaged with a show like that. It's just, I was a little like, ah, Jesus. It happens. How many people are going to watch this? (laughs) A lot. Yep. And a lot of people were in agreement with you about how they acted, so you don't have to feel weird about it. No, but I'm the one that's on camera doing it. True. Deborah Morgan, for the podcast, I'm curious from Nikki, which death was harder for you, Jorah or Theon? Theon. Just like that? Simple? I mean, Jorah was very upsetting, but I don't know. 
they're just they did something really special with Dion. Yes, they really did. The writers they knew what they were doing when they they wanted you to feel extra for Theon, yeah. and it worked. I fell for it. And for Steven, how did you perceive the aerial dragon battle between Viserion and Rhaegal? Did you feel the combat setup was worthy of Game of Thrones? What did the what with the Dothraki all being wiped out, and how do you think that will affect the coming battle with Cersei? First question. I thought that, that aerial battle, battle was super dope. The way they were above the clouds in the light of the moon. Oh my um, god! She asked. She asked me. I'm just saying. Shut your face. That was. Those are my dragons. And for Steven. Those that are my, my dragons. Question. Sorry, Deborah. Those are my dragons. Um, but yeah, I thought that battle, like, there was a moment, I think I put it in the reaction where I was like, are we really getting a dragon fight in the middle of all of this? Like, that shit was crazy. And, like, it got scary at moments where the friggin' Night King and his dragon was spitting, like, the blue flame, and Daenerys was just like, go! Fly away! <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, how is she surviving that? Yeah. But yeah, like, how did he not get his tail burnt? I don't know. Or maybe I mean, his tail is burnt. Or maybe he's just immune to even blue fire. No, Who he's knows? not. Otherwise, he wouldn't have been flying away. I mean, it's still... Like, he has to... Daenerys can't handle blue... F- well, she might be able to... I'm like, Who she's knows? a Targaryen. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I thought that was super dope. And losing all the Dothraki, I think that's going to be a huge blow to their war because they are the most just vile and reckless well they're not reckless i mean they're kind of reckless they're pretty fucking ruthless ruthless yes i wouldn't say vile um in terms of the the warriors that she had so i think it's going to be a big impact because they were they were savages they were amazing warriors they were great in battle so yeah i think it's going to be a big loss for Mm -hmm. sure for her yeah Um, we're going to hit on some negative comments in a minute just to highlight some of that stuff as well. <laughs> this one's funny. Go for it. Phantom Power SC. Nikki is definitely a stay in the crypt kind of girl. Steven would be out <laughs> there beside Grey Worm. Bullshit. He'd be in the crypt with me too. No. You don't think so? I couldn't. No way. I could fight. I'd be scared out of my pants. I would still go out there and fight. All right. Yes, I'm definitely a stay in the crypt kind of gal. I, I think I responded to that comment. I'm like, I don't know. You mess, you, you mess and threaten with, with her babies. Mama That's bear different. comes out and, That's different. And, and she could be a violent, scary woman. So can I bring up a comment? Sure. It was a running comment. I thought from, a, I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought I'll put a cat. Um, that people, and this has just been through the entire game of Thrones. Are you new? That was my line. Sorry. Through the entire series of Game of Thrones, animals and children, people are always somehow shocked (laughs) that I am like, where's Ghost? Those poor horses. Oh my God, the babies. This and that. Nick, the comment is normally, Nikki sees all these people dying and she's asking about Ghost. Yes. Are you new here? Is this your first day? Yes. Every single time, without fail, I will be asking about the animals and the children because they don't have a voice. It's not their fault that they were there. It's the human adults. They're being controlled. So, I'm just saying. Yeah. I don't care what show it is. 
animal planet or otherwise. She's always going to have a special place in her heart for the animals. There's my rant. Rant over. Always going to have a special place in her heart for animals. It's just the way she is. It's always been that way. Always been that way. And, and it will always. Definitely not going to change. that way. And my daughters are like that as well. Yeah. Samantha LAX Soprano. Cool name there. Question for the podcast. Do you think that for his valor and contributions to the Great War, Gendry will be issued a royal decree to give to give him the true name of Baratheon? Ooh. I sure as hell hope so. Also, I've been following your Game of Thrones journey from the beginning, and you two have become my favorite reactors. Much love from Jersey. Jersey! 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 Hoboken! That's where oh. I, I wasn't born in Hoboken, but that's where my family was from. Born yeah. in Jersey. Thank you for being here since the beginning. Then you fully understand my obsession exactly. with animals and children. What Thank do you think you. of what do you think of Gendry getting he, that would be awesome, but does he want it? I one hundred percent think he would accept that. Do you think Arya will want that? Who cares? Do you think... But Arya's not that kind of gal. What? Like, doesn't she want to be with Gendry or she just wanted to be I don't think that has any... I don't, I don't think both of those are one and the same. I don't think they're connected. She I think him... Care. I think him not being a bastard... Like, labeled a bastard anymore and having the true name of his father, who he is very proud of. Like, he is... Ever since he's found out, you know that he's had a level of, of, pri- of pride for being Robert's son. Mm-hmm. Bastard or not, I think he would 100% accept that. And I think he absolutely deserves it. I think that would be super awesome if he was able to, you know, get that respect. If Ramsey could get the bastard taken off of his name, why can't Gendry get his taken off? I agree. I mean, it would be a really interesting thing because then we'd be in a new battle of heir to the throne. Mm -hmm. Because technically... Like Daenerys thinks she has a claim. And now that we know who Jon is, he technically has the claim. But Robert took the throne, which is essentially whoever takes the throne gets to keep it, is, is kind of the way I, I interpret it. Well, okay, then Cersei took the throne. Well, Cersei is technically right, but... But I think be, I, I think it. if it's it. I think if Gendry is the Baratheon, I think he would officially be the one in line. That would take it over Cersei, yeah. But again, Cersei took the throne, so she's technically but she I mean she has no yeah. children currently to pass that along to. So her line is pretty much ended unless she's pregnant. I'm gonna I'm gonna need to see a baby bump here, folks. I'm gonna need to see this. Yeah, I don't know if it's coming. We don't have that many episodes left, so um so I want. I did want to hit on a couple. I, I did want to give the people who did not enjoy it as much as everyone else the same, you know, platform to share their opinions and to share our opinions of what what they think. Because I think I think people do have those who have a gripe with what we have seen. I think they have a good gripe. I, I think it's there. But again, I, I am one to easily admit that I am easily fooled and i'm a sucker for cool looking like i love stories and i love the way things are shot visually but if everything is spectacular looking and there's a little bit of a flaw in the story yeah i i I tend to be able to overlook those things if i'm really enjoying myself like i I was really despite being stressed out the whole episode i was really enjoying myself in this episode so the things that kind of I, and I totally have the moments. We talked about them a little bit. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I fully understand those who have invested all of these years into this show to feel a little disappointed. So I wanted to be able to give them the platform as well to share their thoughts. Because I specifically asked a couple people who were kind of generic about, oh, I don't like this. Right. Why don't you? And like I wanted this? to know specifically, like, if there was something specific, why? And I got a couple responses. Okay, good. And I wanted to share them. So, uh, you, I can't read people's like, hooked on phonics didn't work for me. I can't pronunciate. Stomelin. 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 So when I asked this person why, he said it was a long list, but most importantly, it's not the Game of Thrones that I've known anymore. Game of Thrones used to be a show based on subverting expectations. This episode was just typical Hollywood. Okay. Good guys versus bad guys, and good guys win because story demands it. I got it. I understand. That totally, it's makes one of sense. those things that totally makes sense. And I get it that Red Wedding Days, you would have been completely on edge being like, oh my God, is John going to live? Is Daenerys going to live? Is Tyrion going to live? Like, and, and really, like, it had its moments, but looking back on it, I wasn't, I, I was more concerned about the middle tier characters. I really wasn't all that concerned about our top, top characters. Which is what he's trying to say. That's exactly what he's saying. Yeah. You... Which is, again, like, it was one of those moments where, and again, I'm all about everyone dying. Like, that was, that was what I was kind of hopeful for. So I, I get it. Totally. I was halfway expecting Daenerys to die. I think it's going to be different. Um, but again, it's one of those moments where like, should she have even lived? We've never seen her in combat before. And now we have, and it's just like, without she, somebody else, she cannot fight for herself. Yeah, but it, it's one of those moments where it was literally just her and Jorah, and she had killed a couple. But then again, um, Cersei can't fight for herself. Well, no, but we've also never seen her dropped in the middle of a war. She would run and hide like... Probably. Scared. But like Daenerys stood her ground. She fought. She did. She, she used Jorah as a shield. But again, it goes back to the like experience. Like should she have been able to survive that? Mm -hmm. And I get why people... Like again, I get it. It just wasn't something that completely took me out of the moment. Gotcha. Um, Ola, Carlson, NA14D363 <laughs> Kagi. Uh, they built up the Army of the Dead and the Night King for eight seasons. They built up the prince who was promised theories and just have ruined have and just to have it all ruined by Arya stabbing the most powerful being in the world in the hip. The episode was not bad. It was really good, but the ending was anticlimactic as hell. I understand. I understand. And it goes back to the idea like, and again, like I could compare it to star Wars because I've invested practically my entire life because the movies were out before I was born, but I had an older brother so I always had the toys. I always had the movies. It was always something that was around me. So I've essentially invested my entire life into the Star Wars story. And when they do something that I don't like, I'm upset. Like it really, it really bothers me. I mean, so I and you've I could, been very critical of Star Wars. I understand. Yeah, I get totally. It. And you know, it it's just one of those like I totally understand people's gripe. And, you know and what sometimes love? it is really hard to be positive. Yes, but, but the thing that I love most about these particular comments is that you can have a civilized conversation right. because the minute you start calling names, mm -hmm. you've lost me. Yeah. You no longer are valid. I'm not going to listen to you. Yeah. These people posted 
sensible, exactly reasonable. Like I asked thought them why. out and responses I, that actually, you know, like I asked them why thinking. and they answered. Yeah. So and then I think the Stop last being one. A dick about it. The last one that I got was from Jam Bear, Bar Bear Bar B A A R. Yeah, Bar. Um, the fact that it was so anticlimactic, kind of like the last comment. The Night King was so powerful. He has his impending doom, and he's taken out as soon as we see him. Pretty much. It's also the fact that the White Walkers only make a quarter make it a quarter way down Westeros, and ice is portrayed as bad, while fire good, and fire beats ice where it should be a balance. There was no twist. We didn't learn Night King's identity. Yeah. I'm hurt because I love this show so much, and it became a big Hollywood movie, good versus evil. The Night King should be resurrected, in my opinion. That seems 1,000% unlikely. Well, I mean, I feel like there was kind of a balance between fire and ice because when the dragons tried to use their fire, it instantly went out. Right. But the fire didn't ultimately end up doing anything, so right. there was no balance. Okay. Ice, okay. ice was ultimately... Like, the Night King and his ice control was ultimately more powerful than everything that they did. Gotcha. Um, I understand. And I do totally get the idea of the White Walkers, his generals, just never making it into the fight. No, they didn't do anything. They didn't do anything. And by the time they started walking down and getting involved, it was too late. Um, Yeah, and they just stood there, literally. And then as soon as the Night King was over, they just fell apart. That was it. And And I know this isn't an answer for the people who are upset about the whole Night King storyline and the White Walkers and the Walkers just in general. Um, but one thing that kind of popped into my head, and I saw a couple other people say this, the show is called The Game of Thrones. It's not The Walking Dead. Right. It's ultimately like, and maybe they did a bad job of, of portraying this or making it feel this way, but ultimately the fight is always for the throne. Right. It's always for the rule. And... The Night King and the White Walkers, and I hate to put it this way because I don't want to discredit anything, was almost like story B. It wasn't the A story. It was the B story. Um, Because constantly all we've ever heard watching the show is it's the Game of Thrones. It's Game of Thrones. It's the battle for this. We want this. And constantly, like, who's bending to who? Like, it's always about who's in charge and who's ruling. And the Great War was kind of like the tangent kind of storyline which now has been put to bed, and now we could wrap up the show. Focus back on what's with the back at the Game of Thrones. Exactly, and you know I know that was just the name of the number one book, and that just ended up being the name of the show. Um, but ultimately, that's kind of where my brain went on this. Um, just the idea that the ultimate end of this show wasn't going to be with the Night King. Right. It was going to be for the throne, and one of my theories. Then what would you have done with Cersei? Well, right. Like that's so. kind of. It's ultimately and kind of like like using The Walking Dead. It, it ultimately has become the human versus human element versus the human versus Walker element. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not a spoiler. Don't worry. Um, but just the idea and it kind of like my theory is and again this was a theory of mine that I saw roaming around that I was totally on board with that there might not even be a throne at the end of this. Yeah. There's clearly going to be an Iron Throne at the end. Yeah. And somebody's going to be sitting on it, ruling and trying to rebuild this land. What if at the you know, at the end of this, it's they're fighting to the death 
And by the time they get to the throne, last breath, they die. And that's it. There is no... I mean, there is... The there's still... A, and this is like the big wild card to throw out there. Um, and it's kind of funny that I use the word wild card. Um, <laughs> just the idea of Cersei in the wildfire. At what oh, point... Oh, shit. I at, didn't think At that. what point... I feel like that's going to be kind of the... Oh, I forget what the term is that I'm thinking of for sports. This is the X factor. I feel like the wildfire is going to be the total X factor okay. in this battle potentially, because um, we haven't have seen any it. Left? I'm pretty sure there's some left, because um, we haven't heard anything of it. I mean, I'm sure Kyburn was up to something, creating, that's true, protecting the stash, um, but we haven't heard anything of it. We know she likes to use it because she's done it before. Yeah, the entire sept. Yeah, and they used it in the Blackwater. Or the Battle of Blackwater. Um, so I feel like the dragons are Daenerys' X Factor. And I feel like the wildfire is going to be Cersei's X Factor. Mm -hmm. And if, if they come into play, how is that going to work out? Um, so yeah, it's I'm still very fascinated. Again, I'm going to hold my overall thoughts about if they wrapped up this show properly till it's over. Well, yeah, till the end. Um, I've been pleased. It's been emotional. Maybe there are some plot holes. It happens in everything. Um, again, as long as it's still super entertaining and emotional, I'm going to be hooked and I have been. So what are, what are your overall thoughts now as you wrap up the halfway point and kind of start going down the home stretch towards battle for the throne is, which is where we're going. I'm kind of just going to keep that to myself until I see the rest. Okay. To be honest, because if I just, if I just talk about it now, I'm just going to be wrong at the end. <laughs> Which so I'm have, just going to wait. I have no problem being wrong. I don't mind being wrong. It's okay. It's true. He does say sorry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> He's a real good I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Happy wife, happy life. Oh, my God. Don't go to bed angry. At least I try. Oh, I go to bed angry. I'm I try. Pissed. I try not to let Some, him. Somehow he sleeps through the night like no problem. I try to. By the way, I had the shittiest night's sleep last night because of the show. Oh, well. The shittiest sleeping. I mean, that... Also the child at one in the morning. Yeah. But the rest of it, I slept awful. I bit, I thought about it all night. That is, That was one of the benefits to me being up all night editing this stuff. Because you've watched because, it a billion times. No, not just that, but like I was so wired because of the show. Like instead of being exhausted and tired, I was... Luckily, I was kind of just wound up because of how insane that whole shit was. And the two-hour nap I took earlier in the day was very helpful, too. Oh, well, that's good. Um, but, yeah, like... I, I think it, that's going to be your standard. Every Sunday, you need to take a nap before we watch. For this fucking show. Yeah. Hell, yeah. Especially yeah. with these 80-minute episodes. Holy crap. Insane. One other quick note. Yeah. Do you think Ghost went and recruited Nemeria to bring her pack oh, into so the fight? That'd be so cool. Or Ghost just becomes a part of their pact and yeah. ditches John. Yeah, that would be. He's very like, you got dragons. You don't need me anymore. You're fine. Exactly. Um, so, all right, that was a really nice long conversation about this episode. I gotta it go was, pick up kids. It was a long episode. A whole lot of shit went down. We did lose a whole lot of characters. A whole lot of storylines ended. A whole lot of storylines continue, and we are down to the home stretch. The Night King is dead. The Great War is over. Three now it's time. episodes left. And as, as Daenerys put it in the teaser, it is time to go win the last war. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yep. This is going to be crazy. I am excited. I'm fired up. Are you as well? I'm exhausted. <laughs> 
That was a lot. <laughs> that was a lot. So, all right, we're going to wrap up this podcast. Episode, what did I say this was? Episode six. six? Mm-hmm. Episode six. We did two in one week. Nice. I'm going to keep bringing it up. So much for starting this thing off slow. Mm-hmm. We've done one every week, and now we've dropped two this week. Does that mean you can take next Monday off? No. Nope. It sure as hell doesn't because there's a Game of Thrones episode. Um, So yeah, you know, go find us on social media. If you're listening to this on any of the many platforms that podcasts are distributed at Nikki Steve React, Twitter and Instagram, go let us know what you thought. We want to hear all of your thoughts. And if you are watching this on, on YouTube, leave them comments down below. We love all your comments. We love all of your your commentary, everything that you guys bring to this show and to our channel. We are so grateful and appreciative of all of it. So yeah, we'll see you guys next time. That's six down. Have a good one. Bye. We'll see you next time. Bye. See ya.